This is the New Mom Show. Two sisters, two babies, and more than two cups of coffee. I'm Alexis. And I'm LaToya. And we're figuring out how to do new motherhood right along with you. Join us as we navigate the good stuff, the hard stuff, and the what the heck just happened stuff. So glad you're here. Let's get started. This week I want to tell you about oddity. That's O-D-D-I-T-Y-S-F. This is a woman-owned company that is producing artisan self-care products. The creator, Megan, she uses ingredients that she likes to source locally that come straight from the earth. Products like herbal and floral bath soaks to help reduce stress and increase joy. Her products are not only handmade and natural, but they are also beautiful. The next product I plan to try of hers is a lavender sugar. I mean, seriously, lavender is my favorite. She also makes smudge wands and an Epsom and oat bath soak. Herbs have this ability to anchor us and uplift us, and her gorgeous products are perfect for creating healing rituals. You can buy her products through Instagram right now, but I actually plan to carry her products in my shop soon as well. That's how much I love what she's doing. Oddity SF is also offering a 20% discount to our community when you use the code SELFCARE. So head over to her page on Instagram and send her a message letting her know that you want to try an herbal remedy or two. Head over to Oddity, that's O-D-D-I-T-Y dot apothecary on Instagram today. And the name and promo code are also listed in the show notes. Okay, let's get back to the show. Hey, mama. It's that beat that make you new macho. <laughs> I feel okay. like I really need to be a musician. Hey everyone, welcome to the new mom show. We are wrapping up our season and um wow. You know, and the year. And the year feels freaking good. I know. Feels That's, yeah, good. I mean, yeah, it's too much to get into, but yeah. What we want to talk to you about today is gratitude, and what better note to end on than gratitude, because Amen. even when crazy-ish is going on, there are still things to be grateful for. So, so accurate. Okay, so we want to just talk about a few things that are, I think, like, great things to pull into your routines in my opinions or your rhythms um okay of your personal life and your family life because in my experience as a mom and I know 100% of moms can relate to this you can wake up with so much gratitude in your heart you go look at your little sleeping babies like angels pure angels and like literally 12 minutes later you're like what am I doing do I have these kids too soon why do we live here how come I don't just give you donuts for breakfast every day? Why are you bothering me? So, like, you know, it takes, like, absolutely almost no time for us to just forget. And it's not because we're bad moms. It's because motherhood is a lot. Yeah. So gratitude is something that takes intention. And I think it's great to have, like, things kind of, like, set in place or things you could easily, like, pull from to get into a space where you can – a mind space and a heart space where you can – practice gratitude because it's it's something that's super necessary for us to feel like true joy and contentment and peace yeah. Yeah. but like those things are not promised just because we like wake up and like our moms you know and if anything they're unpromised yeah <laughs> it's a non-promise 
you will not feel this at some point today. So <laughs> I, I like that. I like being able to like offer some of the things that we've that we're learning also because nobody's great at this. Definitely not me. I have like a two and a half year old and a one year old. So yeah, life is a tornado. I told Toya and her husband this morning that. Like, what's it like having two kids? It's like having a hurricane and trying to, like... Sit in an umbrella. In an umbrella in your life, trying to, like, stay dry. <laughs> yeah. It's for real. Okay. So, what does your gratitude practice look like? Okay, so, for our... For our New Mom Show book club, we read this book called... Destination Simple. Destination Simple. I love it. It's a teeny tiny book. It's an incredibly easy read. You can read it while you're giving your kids a bath. And um, one of the things, she like goes through all these steps of things to do. And one of them is to practice gratitude daily. Um, And in her book, she talks about doing it in the morning and then the evening. So she does something called like a brain dump. And then you do your like three things you want to accomplish that day. And then your gratitude. And I do that every morning when I wake up. Mm. So I like go outside and sit on the steps outside my house by myself. And I write down five things I'm grateful for in the morning. And it's just a really good way to start the day. That is. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like when I wake up before my kids, which is most of the time, um, when they wake up, sometimes it can feel like they're taking time from me. Like, I got up so I could have my time. And now you're awake taking my time, which is not a real thing. But I can feel that way. Sure. So it's great when I write down gratitude because I'm, you know, naturally like one of the things will come up will be your kids or something specific about your kids. And it's great because I find that on days where I do that, when they wake up, it, I'm already grateful for them. Hmm. As opposed to me feeling like you're waking up and invading my time and my space. Yeah. So I notice a big shift when I when I start my mornings with gratitude, with the ways I can interact with my kids. And it's not anything crazy deep, you know? My yeah. whole entire journal thing of, like, my brain dump, my to-do list, my gratitude takes up less than a page. Mm. But it's just, like, five things I'm grateful for. And, yeah, so it's, it's, it's really helpful. That's what I started doing. And it came from that book, Destination Simple. So I would suggest starting your day that way if you can. And even in a very small way that might be very limited because you don't have a lot of time or maybe you can't wake up before your kids. Maybe you do it when you're having coffee or when you get them breakfast or when they're down for their first nap and you want to like, okay, let me get centered. Like, it's just a nice thing to be able to do something quick and small. And that's so manageable. Right. To take five minutes. Yeah. Before they're needing you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's really inspiring, actually. And, man, yeah, I really, I, okay, so let me just read this quote that I just read. It is by Martin Luther, and it says, A nail is driven out by another nail. Habit is overcome by habit. And I think with creating a gratitude practice in particular, it it takes time to build that new habit. And I can't remember what the um, general rule is. It's something like you have to do something like 40 to 60 days to really build a habit. Yeah. I think like 420 times. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, unless you're playing and then it's like 10 to 20 mm-hmm. times or something. Yeah. I just posted that actually the other day. So with building a gratitude practice, I mean, that's another thing that really requires a lot of grace on oneself because when we're building a new habit, it means that um, we may fall short and have to press restart again. Um, and that's just because habits die hard mm-hmm. and you're building new neural pathways and new understandings of how to like function in your life. So, 
Um, I think I'm feeling inspired to try to wake up before her again. I had kind of given up on that the last like month or two. Mm. Um, actually, it might have even been like the last few months. But I, I can relate. I always felt better and like I had more to give when she woke up. When I started out my mo- my morning before her. Yeah. And it comes in waves. Like, like I started doing this, like, about a month ago. Yeah. But two weeks ago, I had a full week where I was like, it's too stressful. I'm not getting a lot of sleep, and I'm tired. And yeah. even though I'm waking up early, and I was trying to do, like, a little workout routine, it, gets in a, it was too much. It was yeah. becoming a burden. So if you're feeling like, mm. if you're doing something to try to get grateful, and it's feeling stressful, it's right. not the right thing. It shouldn't feel stressful. Right. But sometimes, like, you know, we'll get these little tips, and we'll try them out, and they will make us feel stressed out. So it's, it's all about, like, what works for you. Mm. Um, so yeah, maybe it's getting up and like doing it in bed before you actually get out of bed because when you get out of bed, maybe your kids are up. So just lay in bed for a second and on your phone, (laughs) you know, just, yeah, whatever works for you. But I I think, yeah, it can come in waves too. And I like the idea of just trying to wake up five to 10 minutes earlier. Right. That's like really manageable. I'm not getting up at five 30 y'all. Like, don't don't think this is crazy. Which is what I always do. I'm so extreme in the way that I tried to build my life. Of like, I if it's gonna work, that means I have to wake up at five. I need to go for a run. I need to make my coffee. I need to da, 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 water the garden. Have a quiet time. Do my yoga. Like that's like a two hour routine. One day I would love to have that. Might happen when she's twenty years old and right. doesn't live here. Right. But today, <laughs> with right. my three and a half year old who does not sleep through the night still, it might be more practical to just go. You know what? I could do ten minutes. Mm-hmm. I could wake up. You know, she wakes up at seven. I could wake up at six forty-five. Yeah, it's straight up. That's what I do. I wake up around between six thirty and six forty-five, and my daughter's usually up by seven ten. Yeah. So like the longest amount of time I get is like thirty minutes. Right. The shortest amount of time I get is like fifteen. But my again, my gratitude list and my journal only takes like five minutes. So amazing. So it's not a. It's enough time to get me like, mm, the weather's nice. There's birds chirping. I love my family. My house is a mess, but I'm grateful I have a house. And then, yeah. you know, whatever, can move forward. But it's not, yeah. it's not long. And it's, I think that's good for new moms to hear too. Like, even new moms who have, like, little kids. Because there's so many things out there that can make you feel like, I got to do so much to take care of me. And when it comes to, like, that's just not realistic for everyone. Maybe for some people, but not for everyone. And when yeah. it comes to gratitude, gratitude has to be something that, takes your mind to, like, a deeper, more meaningful, peaceful, beautiful place. And if it's not doing that, then that's not the thing you should be doing. Right. That's, I just feel like, preach it. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm preaching it to myself, too. Because that's why I had to stop working out in the morning. I was getting up so early, and then, like, my kids would get up, and I was like, I have 20 crunches left. Like, it was like, who cares? (laughs) Like, that's not even, what? Oh, man. And then my daughter's, like, climbing on my back while I'm trying to do yoga, and my husband's like, stop, get down, mama's stretching. And, like, this this is silly. This is silly. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't making me feel good about my body. This is making me feel mad. Yeah, things that look good on paper don't always work out well in life. Mm-mm. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah. And sometimes it's better. Which makes me think of open-handed living. So that's something that I've been thinking about lately is living more open-handed. Do you want to explain what that is? Because that's like a very, like, Ann Voskamp. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she coined that term. Okay. Term, and she's, I freaking love that woman. Um, love her so but much. But do you want to, like, yes. explain what open-handed living is? Because I remember at church <laughs> 
when like one of like the women's leaders like was all about Anne Voskamp's first book and she used to talk about it all the time and I didn't read the book so I never knew what this girl was talking about like all the time oh. open-handed and open-handed and I'm like what the frick is that like I <laughs> I know I'm not doing it because everything you're saying I'm not doing so oh my gosh okay yeah so the book she's talking about is um a thousand gifts which is one of I mean, I'm sure it's one of your favorite books, too. It's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's one of my favorite gifts. And she's also written a couple, a few other books. I've read all of her books now, and she's just amazing, and I highly, highly recommend it. We'll put it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that I'm referencing right now is the 1,000 Gifts devotional, which has 60 devotionals in it, and then um, a list, a 1,000 numbered list in the back for you to put in the 1,000 things that you're grateful for That's over amazing. time. Yeah, I think I got to, like, 15. But And even in the book that's not <laughs> yeah. a devotional, she talks about open-handed living. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So, here's a quote where she talks about open-handed living. I will say, she's a little... I don't think it's verbose. I think it's really poetic. But some people find her a little wordy. So, Our brother. He said that specifically. He oh, was, really? I can't read this. Oh, okay. I was like, listen to the heart of the mind, Nikki. Come uh, on. It's so pretty. Okay, so she says, The quiet song of gratitude lures humility out of the shadows because to receive a gift the knees must bend humble and the hand must lie vulnerably open and the will must bow to accept whatever the giver chooses to give so the idea behind open-handed living from what i can deduce is that you're basically just saying your will be done not Mm -hmm. mine right and i tend to live with my hands like clasped, clutched, whatever, white knuckling it through life, trying to maintain as much control as possible because we grew up in a good amount of chaos and tumult and tumult, tumult, tumultuous, tumult, I don't know. Turmoil? Turmoil, there you go. Kids will do that to you. (laughs) Temecula. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that. So, um, so my brain's response is control, 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 which is a lot of our responses, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever we experience a lack of, of, of serenity in right. our environments in our developing years. So anyways, living open-handed is, is just saying, God, I, I will accept whatever it is that you're bringing into my day today. And as I've been doing that, oh, it makes me want to cry. Friends, it is so good. It is so liberating Mm -hmm. to not have to have things go a particular way in order to experience peace and happiness. Yeah. And gratitude is a huge part of that because it's saying, whatever I have today, this is enough. Right. Whatever I have today, there's good in it or I wouldn't have it. Right. And we do live in a broken world. You know, we, yeah, look, I'm not saying that things are that everything that comes our way is going to be awesome and worth gratitude. I'm definitely not saying that. I think that, unfortunately, we make choices, people make choices around us that harm us and are not good, and we have to live with consequences of that. And I'm not saying, oh, just accept those, you know, horrible things that have happened to you in your life. I mean, we do have to have a level of acceptance in order to move forward and heal. But I'm not saying that you should be grateful for those things. Mm. What I'm saying is that, when it comes to discontentment, I don't have enough. How come I don't have a rug like that girl on Instagram? Or, oh, I, I need to buy this. Or, mm-hmm. I wish I could afford better this. Or, I don't know, whatever. I can't wait to pay off this or, you know, get this. Or, I, maybe I would just be happy if my kid was sleeping through the night. Or, mm-hmm. you don't understand. My husband, he works too late and I'm doing this by myself. Like, whatever it is that's going that's going on, there can be 
things that we can find to hold on to within our grasp that are good. Yeah. Does that make sense? I'm just not trying to say everything is yeah. good. Yeah. I think that's the other cool thing about open-handed living is like you're opening your hands to receive the gifts, which is like totally about gratitude because you don't know what the gifts are mm-hmm. and, and you have to be intentional about like looking at things as gifts. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is like when you're open-handed, you're not holding on to all mm-hmm. those things, right? It's a release. So like you're not holding on to the ingratitude. You're not holding on to the discontentment or the wants or the, what's the word? Is it coveting? Mm-hmm. When you like want what your neighbor has or like mm-hmm. the jealousy, like you're having to let go of that mm-hmm. and open up your hands to like, well, what am I receiving that I'm being? And I think that's, like, I I know for me, that's really, I like to try to live, like, in my Lexi's world, I'm, like, one hand open, one hand closed. Like, I want to receive, but I want to hold on to my stuff, too. And, like, that is, you can live that way, but you don't really fully experience, like, the freedom. The freedom and and my, like, I keep saying these words, but, like, the joy and the peace that come with, like, being grateful. Yeah. Um, And I think, like, peace and joy are really big words for me because... When you're grateful, like, happiness is, like, fleeting, right? We're all lucky that we get to experience happiness. But, like, happiness is not guaranteed. It's not a promise. It's not even a promise, like, from God or in the Bible. Like, it's not. And happiness is so temporary. Mm-hmm. But joy can be, you know, a state of being. Mm-hmm. And that can come no matter what circumstances right. you're in. And it's a I, choice. It's a choice, yeah. yeah. And I think when you live this, like, open-handed living concept that Anne Vosken talks about, like, it starts with gratitude and it allows you to be able to like relinquish whatever you're holding on to because what you're opening up to is so much better. Mm. Right. You're opening up to like, sure. Like I may have, I may have lost some of the people I love, but I still have people to love or I had, I lost people I love, but I, I, I got to love these people and they loved me and I'm grateful yeah. that they were able to love me or Whatever it is, you know, I don't have the house I want, but I'm, I have a place to stay. And even if I don't have my own place to stay, there's somebody helping me out or yeah. I have something on my roof or I'm being fed or like whatever it is. And those are like really extreme things, you know, but I also have like lived in developing countries where I'm like, those things are not that extreme, but they are real things. Those so, are real things, yeah. Yeah. But I think when it comes to like motherhood, there are some beautiful things Anne Voskamp talks about. Like there's, a, I think the picture that everybody always remembers from the book is her being grateful for the dishes. When yeah. she's washing the dishes and she's talking about, like, how she notices, like, the fluorescent rainbows on the bubbles and the way the bubbles, like, land and pop on the stove or on the countertop and how she's, like, taking time to be grateful that she has this family to feed and these, yeah. these dishes to wash, that they have dishes to eat off of. Like, mm. and those things, like, mm. those are moments of gratitude that I don't think we have all the time and I right. don't think we're going to have every day. Right. But I think, like, when you're trying to put – you're trying to be intentional about practicing gratitude, those things are closer to you. Mm. And that you can experience them, even if they're not all the time. Like, they're within reach. Mm. And that's really what we're hoping for, right? That's what we strive for as moms. Like, I know, like, in my head, when I have a good day with my kid, I just assume, like, oh, this is possible, then every day should be like this, right? Last night, we, like, got a, like, cheek box of pizza and went to the park, and it was just, like, awesomely perfect. Like, literally everything about it was perfect. The weather was perfect, the sunset was perfect, the pizza was perfect, the kids were both happy and running around. Me and my husband didn't fight for, like, 45 minutes. It was, like, amazing. Yeah. So this morning, I had a part of me that woke up and was like, oh, we're going to go to the park? It'll be exactly the same. The weather will be perfect. The, like, the kids will play together. Like, instead of just being able to be like, I'm so grateful we had that. Right. How amazing. 
Right. Let me be open to whatever else today can have that might be different, but also wonderful. Like, mm. and I can struggle with that. And I talk to other moms all the time who say that, like, you know, there's this expectation. But yeah, anyway, I love the good. concept of being like open to, in re- to receiving because you're able to let go. I can let go of that expectation of like, every day is going to be this perfect park day. We had this one Sunday evening. Yeah. And I can just be grateful for like, you know, all the other things. Maya, you know, she peed without it being an emergency. Yay! (laughs) Ray didn't chew the paint off his crib today. Yay! You know, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know. That was such a wordy answer, but... So good. Yeah. That really spoke to my heart. I'm really glad you shared that. I'm sure that's speaking to other people's hearts as well. So, wow. All right, friends. Please message us and let us know what you're grateful for this season and how you have decided to move forward with gratitude because it will encourage us and it can encourage our readers as well. And we got to do this together. I mean, yeah, it takes a village and I feel fortunate that we have a platform and community that can function as a global village. So we we're grateful for you guys. Seriously. I mean, this show has changed my life for the better. Just having a space to reflect on motherhood um, with Lexi and with other moms that have reached out to us and other moms we've gone to interview and reach out to. It's just been so amazing. So thank you so much for being here. I'm looking forward to going into 2021 with the podcast. Stay tuned. Um, Yeah, just looking forward to going into 2021. Yeah. Period in every way. (laughs) Every single way. Yeah. Thank you all for doing this and for riding with us and, you know, I am so grateful and I, I hope that we all find ways to, to practice this kind of gratitude with our children too and to yeah. tie that in and help them. You know, I, I love that as as we work on our stuff as moms, no matter how great or sucky we are at something, like it's just such a cool thing that we get to show our kids mm-hmm. what it looks like to try. Yeah. And I, I love that when I think about my daughter, how like she sees me struggle, but she sees me trying. And yeah. so I hope that we can all remember that as we close out 2020. And the more grateful that we are, the more likely our kids are to be grateful as well. And um, I think some of the things, some of the ways that I am grateful have come from women that I've, or writers or people that I've admired. Mm -hmm. You know, I think of, shout out Jenny Moeller. She would talk to her kids, oh, look at how God made this leaf so golden. And look how God made the snow to fall in the mountains. And just pointing out the beauty, you know, that I think of her and I'm reminded, oh, we live in a messed up but beautiful place. Yeah. And I get to verbalize that to my child. And yeah. so she can recall that and repeat it and see that for herself as well. So it's totally. good. Yeah. I my, We do gratitude at the dinner table um, almost every night. Oh. I do it with Maya at least once a day. And it's so cool to hear her. Like, what are you grateful for? She says almost the same thing every time. Like, I'm grateful for Juju. Um, <laughs> and Toya Tio Tata. Sometimes Uncle Kiki, sometimes Babu Nana, but it's really fun when she's grateful for, like, something we got to do. I got to go to the park today. I'm grateful I got to go. I played with my brother today. I'm grateful Aww. mom made me own sand. Like, whatever it is, like, it's just nice to hear that they see and notice and they're thankful and that it's a part of our family to okay. try to be grateful. Yeah. We are straight up garbage at it sometimes. And by we, I mean me. But still, I'm working on it and trying. That's what matters most. Is it? Yeah. So press restart today. That's right. We're grateful for you.
Yeah, and we'll chat in the new year, friends. All right, moms. Thanks for joining us. Get the show notes at thenewmomshow.com. And don't forget to subscribe so we can stay in touch. And feel free to leave a review on iTunes so we can reach more new moms like you. New New moms moms out. out.